0: like to guide us this afternoon in a guided lying down meditation. <coughs> um, and then as we come to sit back up again, I'll pick up the reflection that I began this morning, and then you can take that out into a practice, if you wish. Um, so. Uh-oh. Notice, I smiled as Anushka came in, wrapped up in her jacket. <laughs> There's different sensitivity to temperature, so some of you might be feeling the cool and the heat. And as we lie down, it will be important that you're warm enough. So, um, if you haven't got a blanket, uh, you can get one from in a moment from the cupboard over there. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We you're invited, and you don't have to, but you're invited to do a lying down practice and we will move the cushions a little bit and we'll find all the space in the room including up on the altar and up on the steps don't be shy to go up there so that we really use the space in here um, don't completely lie down till you just have a sense of the collective that there's room for everyone You know, sometimes we might have to shimmy a little bit so that somebody else gets a bit of room somewhere else Um The lying posture that I want us to take, if your body allows, is lying on your back, but your knees will be up and your feet, the pads of your feet will be on the floor, right? So that's your knee. And then what will support that, you may want a little thing under your head, small thing, not not a cozy pillow, because this isn't a sleeping meditation. Um, you may want something under your head and where the knees go, you can have the knees join at the top, like a top of a triangle, and then the feet can, and the angle can spread out that way. That puts less pressure on the back. Right? So the knees touch and the feet come down in a base of the triangle. I'll, I'll demonstrate. Um, and then lay on your back with your hands over your belly, one over the other. And the backs of your arms will be on the floor. Um, do cover yourself in a blanket but not to get cozy because uh, our, one of our refuges is in wakefulness and so we want to stay awake during this practice so if you know you're very very tired um, uh, just take care with that, don't get too warm and cozy, try and stay awake if you start to snore loudly um, I ask your permission to, for me to jiggle your ankle uh, and wake you up Um, If you don't want that, then just let let me... You have to stay awake. (laughs) You have to stay awake. (laughs) And then I'll guide us into a practice that has a few functions, actually. One is basic relaxation. Right, A lot of us come with a lot of stress in our lives. It's one function. But it's not the only function at all of meditation. Because we really want to be awake. We want to be bright so that we can know and see what is arising in our heart and mind and how we're attending. <coughs> so one function, relaxation. Another function is like an offering. We're giving our body back to our earthen aspect, the clay of which we are made and um, it's not all of you I'm sure all of us but I know for myself um, that very often I could be dwelling more lightly in my head or up here somewhere and um, not living as a being of earth I might think about being a being of earth but actually being a being of earth is another proposition entirely it's here and now not in my ideas of about a human being. It's in the actual direct human beingness, right? Yes. So the refuge of Dhamma is here and now. So this body meditation is also a refuge in really coming here and now as an earth earth and creature of earth as earth. Sensing ourselves as sensation, as the hot, the cold, the pulsing, the aliveness, the breathing, animal body. I'll say more. Well, we'll do more of these. I'll say more next time. So let's first rearrange the room a little bit. And my proposal is that um, let's move our bodies first before we lie down to give ourselves a maximum chance of staying awake. Sita, is it okay to do it on your side? Yes. Sita has a special, special youngest member, as far as I know, in her belly right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Take care of your body, whichever way you need, and you don't have to lie down. So let's just come to standing and move our bodies. Okay, tapping the back heels. Let the breath move. Don't try and hold it all together. This is Let the shoulders move, Breathing into the nostrils. Out through the belly with a ha. Notice any hearts are still trying to hold, hold together. Breathing in, out through the belly, with a... Okay, one more of those. Breathing in through the nostrils, and up. Okay, shaking the jaws with a. Let the skull shake a bit. Okay, shaking the backside. side. Okay. Shaking a leg. From the hip, shaking another leg. Get your washing up gloves off. Not half-hearted, it's quite hard getting the small-sized marigolds off that. Okay, and then tapping the skull with both hands, actually, just waking it up. Really waking it up. It can be rigorous or gentle, actually, but we want to be bright. It's not a relaxation of um, dullness. It's a bright centre here. Forehead. And uh, cheekbones. And the jaw, where the jaw joins. And giving the ears a little pinch, working them up. Pinching them all around the sides. Giving the earlobes a wag. A nice little pinch. You notice our Kuan Yin image and if you look at her earlobes, their earlobes at the front here. She's done a lot of this earlobe pulling practice. <laughs> you can see. You often see that on um, some of these images. Okay. So um, please take what you need and arrange yourself. But just check out the whole group as you come to the life that everyone has room. Please use the water. There will be plenty of surface area, floor, lots of more room. basement. Um, anyone looking for space, there's a nice space down the pads of your feet. Imagine they are the most intelligent and maybe they are a sensitive part of our animal body or a very intelligent part that all the senses of your feet are in contact with the ground right now. So just scrunch the feet in with the in-breaths. Scrunch the muscles of your feet in and your toes and tighten the feet and on the out-breath. Soften around all the bones in your feet and linger. Can you linger for a moment in the contact of the pads of your feet with the ground? The pulsing, the tingling, the hot, the cool, the vibration. areas of contact with the carpet and the areas of non-contact. And then breathing in. Breathing out into the back of the pelvis where it touches the ground with a And all around that area, your buttocks, any small muscles in the lower back. See if you can just tighten them on the next in-breath. The muscles around the sacrum and the buttocks tighten. And on the out-breath, softening, releasing. And imagine that whole back of your pelvis might become like liquid and soften. Release, give back into earth. See if you can linger, linger with your attention at the sacrum, at this hard area. Feel the hardness in contact with the ground. Feel the effect in your breathing, in your body of just lingering there. feeling out with your attention the hardness the weightiness maybe there's areas of tightness Linger for a moment with this sacrum. And imagine your body could breathe from the sacrum, up from the earth, the earth's energy meeting your sacrum, and that you were effortlessly breathed in from that doorway that no effort required from you but that you're given this breath up from the clay through the sacrum gently filling and pooling in your body coming up, breathing in and breathing out into your two shoulder blades where they contact the ground that whole upper shoulder blade region and on the next in breath feel into any areas of tension around the shoulders any little pockets of pulling, of tightening of freezing, of locking And on the out-breath, softening, widening, giving your shoulders the chance to return to their earthen root. And now lingering training your attention to pool and gather with these shoulder blades and the contact with the out to the elbows breathing in with your elbows and breathing out letting that whole joint and all the muscles around it soften give that weight that pointy bone give that weight and that point back into the earth through the mat through the carpet through the floor return Some of us can hold a lot in our forearms between the elbow and the wrist. So breathing in, sensing any areas of tension in the forearms. Breathing out, letting it come down through the gateway of your elbow into earth. Return. And linger. And now see if you can breathe in with the back of your skull where it touches the floor, breathing in. Whichever way your particular skull touches the ground, it's a pointy or round or flat. Sense into that area, breathing out, and letting the back of your skull imagine it can open and soften, that we don't have to imagine that everything we think is inside our head. Letting that back door of the skull soften and returning, the bones of the skull, the gray matter inside. Breathing in. Sensing any ways that you might be tight in the head, locked locked into thoughts. Breathing out. Return. Returning our head to something that we can be very identified with. Breathing in, sensing the whole head. Sometimes the tension in the head can even appear like an iron hat or a little capping on the head when we feel really tight, right around the temple, sensing any tension and then breathing out. Willing just a little bit to give ourselves back, or maybe a lot. lingering with your skull and where it meets the ground And do you hang out there? We're getting more used to body speed, body tempo, attention, attention, tending, tending to the body as it expresses itself through sensation. It's an art to learn how to linger with sensations that don't shout in the same way that sometimes our thoughts might or our feelings might pull us And now we're going to open up the lens of your attention and open to include from your skull through your spine to your sacrum, to the backs of your arms, to the pads of your feet. In a sense, the whole footprint. If the whole of you was, f- imagine, was like a foot on the ground, the whole of your body's like a foot, your footprint. Right now, sensing that, widening your lens. So it might be a little bit amorphous to start with, but you can discern the pads of the feet, the pulsing, the weight of the elbows, that heaviness at the back of the skull, that you might even sense even the character of your toes. You know, the big toe, the way it has this sort of definite, story about it very often and the little toe this sort of vulnerable guy on the edge sacrum human footprint and as you breathe out into that footprint imagine very gently that the earth would just make a little Space just for you, a pocket just the right size where you could rest, soften like a little hollow, just perfect for you. And it might be that you find your body tense, that's okay, you might feel frozen or for some of us our nervous system can be on edge or a little frozen at times or hardened. That's okay. Include that, breathe with that. That's also welcome. Breathe with that tightness or frozenness or hardness and breathe out, welcoming your body. It doesn't have to be different, but in time it will get the measure. of release imagine if you will that your weight can drop down and descend a little bit more into the earth right through that footprint as if that little pocket just for you could open and your awareness could sink and travel deep into the earth you don't have to leave the surface you're not disappearing we're just opening our concept of awareness, of knowing and letting it travel a little deeper through that pocket very gently maybe like a feather descending through air maybe like a pebble descending into water however your own body likes to know this possibility and maybe descending a few inches or maybe very far doesn't matter as you descend with your mind's eye with your body's imagination and let the next breath come up through that pocket and let yourself be breathed to the surface breathed in to wakefulness breathed in through the earth to being awake to knowing what is here Knowing your sensation and your coolness and your heat. Maybe the fingers are cool. Maybe some of them are warm. But can you know them? Really know them. Breathing in. And on the next out breath, if you like, you can descend just a little bit more. If it feels okay to you. Breathing out into the earth, slowly as the out-breath descends and as the next breath comes in, letting yourself be breathed up through your back. Breathed awake and bright on the surface. Take a few minutes to practice in this way, in a way that makes sense to you. Breathing in sometimes to the tension, breathing out into the earth, giving ourselves back just a little bit or a lot. And as we do, we might notice more the areas of tension, right? That's normal. Whichever part of this lying meditation piques your interest, whichever part of it has some sense of meaningfulness for you. Practice that, linger with that. Practice your attention pooling and gathering in one location. Stay awake. Stay focused. You might notice as you practice in this way, other areas show up of holding, like in the belly or the stomach or the chest. Welcome those parts, don't make them wrong. As we find more refuge and more ground, it's very normal that areas of holding will reveal themselves. <coughs> Spend a few minutes lingering. Where it makes sense to you, letting your body breathe. Just one more minute. And then turning slowly to one side I'll tell you what we're going to do first you're going to turn in a moment to one side you're going to come slowly back to sitting and I suggest that you wander back to your place that you're normally sitting right? So, but see if you can do it with the pads of your feet leading so that this earth connection remains and then come sit upright for the next part of the exercise the pads of your feet the intelligence of your toes you descend into your seat, your upright seat. See if you can take a moment to sense the footprint of your buttocks. Maybe some of your thighs is there. Maybe it's your shins if you're kneeling. Maybe it's your bum and your feet if you're on the chair. Sense if you were, if the base of you was covered in ink right now the imprint, sense the imprint with the carpet. Is it all of your tones or just part of your toes? regions is a blessed relief sometimes some of us our nervous systems are trying to orient always through our eyes or our thoughts or our visual or how am I doing with the other creatures here orienting down to this clay slows us down reminds our body that we are actually home um, even if we can be ambivalent about that at times our body knows and isn't usually so ambivalent mind may have come to be. Taking a moment now, breathing in through your base, through your perineum, the area around the rectum, the backside, breathing in through that area. And breathing out, letting yourself, your breath breathe out through that contact, perineum to earth letting your attention descend and letting your body be breathed up from the ground up through the perineum again breathing in and breathing out sense that base and you can deepen in that the attention can linger learn to linger Pool and gather attention. It's blessed to be able to steady and pull the attention where we wish. Breathing in through the backside. Breathing out. Pooling and gathering. Maybe there's tension there. It's a common place for tension. Breathing in, sensing the tension. Breathing out, softening, widening, offering. Giving back. Ungrasping our fist, so to speak. lingering there for a few moments offer a question for your body and it's not a question that you have to have an immediate answer to like a quiz this may be a slower read might come immediately, might come later in the afternoon might come a response as an image or as a sensation or might come as thought might get a vague sense that slowly over time becomes more clear to you. Don't rush it. The body is a slower read in terms of um, deep knowing. So the first question is who or what does your body tell you are your lineages or lineage who or what so it could be a person or not person we we leave this completely up to the body's imagination who or what so there's no restriction does your body tell you? Ah, oh, <clears throat> is your lineage or lineages? Doesn't have to make sense or be the same as anybody else's. Might be, might be.
1: Doesn't have to look like it's spiritual or not
0: spiritual. Who or what does your body tell you or your lineages? and maybe nothing that comes let yourself just linger so the question can go in like a feather dropping through air or a, like just a little doorway of question that you linger with your body sensation your imprint on the earth you're not knowing if there's not knowing is something where we're in that line or those lines practice or spiritual lineages where there's beings or things that have shown us the way that have opened paths for us that lead onward to see and know, find signposts through this human pilgrimage, for the wholesome (coughs) wake-up. Let that question be in the soil somewhere, your being. And there's a second question, there's two more questions. which may have a response now or later or not at all. What do you have to offer to your lineage, to bind you, to affirm these roots? What do you have to offer, if you wish to, to your lineage? To affirm you and to bind you to that connection it might be an actual thing a physical object it might be an intention it might be whatever your body's intelligence um, might come up with what do you have and breathing this is where you can be creative and play The last question is if you'd like to consider what could be a meaningful gesture of offering that you can make here at Gaia House to express this um, offering to the more than me what could be a meaningful gesture of offering for you Meaningfulness is known by you, not by someone else. What could be a meaningful gesture of offering for you? It could be purely internal, kind of intra-psychic. It could be external, inside this room. Maybe some people were doing this this morning with the easterly direction could be outside there might be a place that you're drawn to that your body is drawn to being to make a simple gesture it doesn't have to be elaborate It'd be very simple but the, the most important thing is that it's yours our own heart body soul knows when something is kind of tuned and resonates
1: and it may be a very
0: traditional gesture it's perfect, we're not saying anyone has to have sort of new inventions not at all These some of these traditional gestures are beautiful and used perennially for reasons, the bowing the offering so we will end in a few minutes we'll, we'll sit together in silence before we end and the invitation from us is if you would like to follow this through just you know, maybe might be a couple of minutes or five minutes or in the beginning of this walking period or at a later point today um, please do we have the beautiful grounds out there. People often find places that they want that they resonate with for these um, gestures, which may or may not be physical. So in these um, ten minutes before lunch, I'd like to ask for your attention, for a reflection to consider, and then this afternoon when we meet back at three, we'll practice a little bit. So just planting a few seeds for that practice this afternoon. So in our meditation this morning, we are guided to sink deeper into the body. To train our mind that can be all over the place or or fixated, to train that mind to come to a reference of body that is slower than the mind and the emotions, that takes a while to tune into for most of us, a place to practice so we can steady the heart, steady the mind, And this steadying the heart and mind is the beginning of our going forth into this practice of insight, meditation. Can you hear better, Christine? Just. Like the angle, because that's better, isn't it, yeah? Oops, excuse me. So there's a, the reflection I'd like is two words um, which you find associated with all kinds of traditions And I'll say those words in a moment. This retreat is called Finding Refuge in a Modern World. We'll be speaking a lot about what this could mean for us. Um, But I think we do very well to look at some of the tradition, what the traditions offer us that are perennial and universal gestures that humans of different cultures, of different eras have entered into that support their longing, their hearts longing for spiritual depth and breadth. Support their hearts longing for refuge in the storm, in the worldly storms of gain and loss, of success and failure, of coming and going. So whether you're entering, you personally, you're entering into this practice period um, and you're doing well at the moment in your life things are going well um, you just want to kind of deepen and go deeper into refuge beautiful, you are welcome but we can still practice these gestures of letting go if you're coming to the retreat and you feel like yeah, I was doing well or I'd like to do well but it feels like life's letting go of me things have kind of become topsy-turvy or what I, had, what I was connected to is now lost whatever position of a loss or where it feels like life is letting go of us, you are welcome. Whichever way wherever we are on that spectrum or we'll consider ourselves to be, we will do you do well to turn to these perennial gestures. So the two words I'd like us to reflect on are um, lineage, lineage meaning lines, the lines that we have come from. And that can be, I'll, I'll say more in a minute, lineages. And the other word is offering. A, a, a perennial human gesture where we give something, we offer something to another. Where we offer something in that gesture, what does it do? It's not just to be it's not just to be nice, right? We don't give things just to be nice. There's something powerful in that gesture of offering that affirms connection, that affirms our dependency on each other, that affirms many, many, many things. So in an ordinary context, this might be where you make an offering to a host when you go around for dinner. You know, you take a box of chocolates or something. You make an offering. It kind of affirms Oh, thank you, thank you for having me I affirm my connection with you through making an offering I was really struck when I was first practicing in in India I had the good fortune to be around the Dalai Lama Um, not very much, just a little bit and and some of you will know this traditional gesture of offering that people from his peoples and those practicing in that lineage make uh, where you would in order to go meet the Dalai Lama, you would take a white scarf called a kata. Some of you know this very well. And we queue up, in this case, to see him. But it could also be, it's not just him, it's any kind of greeting and offering to, to the spiritual lineage. And then we would queue up and then we'd have our moment with the Dalai Lama and we would offer the scarf to him. We'd offer him this white scarf. This gesture... Of offering that binds us to our lineage. Our lineages is powerful, perennial. You see it all over. And part of, part of our, some of our um, modern, we have many, many good things about being modern, but some of the particular kinds of pain of the modern era is um, sometimes the loss of connection with lineage or lineages many, many things. Sometimes it's that loss of connection of these kind of gestures of affirming the more than us. Sometimes we're led to believe that the self is where the meditation is happening and I kind of shut my eyes and it's all happening in here. I don't think this is a, a, an idea about self that has always been there. There's something about offering reminds us of the more than us the more than me the more than me in so 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 many, so many ways and that reminding of the more than me allows us to breathe out feel the heart go oh yeah phew. I don't just have to figure it out on my own in my meditation or I don't have to just get awake or attentive or mindful. I bind myself in a gesture, bind in the best possible way, affirm my connection through offering to my lineage. My modern, cynical mind used to say, when I queued up, used to say, why are we giving the Dalai Lama another scarf? He's got like, must have hundreds, you know, give him a scarf. It wasn't about that. In making this gesture, I come from the heart, I affirm my valuing, my reverence, my connection to lineage and he then offers back the scarf and puts it around my neck. On one level, there's no productivity involved, no one gets anywhere, the GDP doesn't go up anywhere, but something is um, recognized by the soul. So lineage, I'll say a couple of things about lineage, and then we'll pick up these seeds this afternoon. Um, we are heir each of us to many lineages, many many, many. genetic lineages, racial, ethnic, language, peoples are ah, so much part of the richness, potential richness also of this era lineages to so much knowledge so much knowledge and, and heirs to lineages of so much spiritual depth in all kinds of different um, arenas that have come through different doors to us um, which I imagine in, at different times in history no. we, we didn't have so much access to so much sometimes it can feel confusing it's like oh how do I settle with that How do I affirm and recognize and allow those traditional practices to be made real, meaningful gestures, here and now, for uh, whoever we are, with the air to whatever we are air of? So I'll pick this up, we'll pick this up this afternoon a little bit. Um, Let's sit for a moment before lunch. (laughs) Just to let the seeds drop wherever they will, Um, for our body to settle and to know mindfulness of body. We do well to let our body rest in on earth, as earth, as air. to the lineages, and turning towards those and affirming those, breathing in and breathing out.